Well, I had to call my evening at the strip club to a close rather quickly because news has dropped. Jim Harden is off to the LA Clippers. And Michael Bolton, I guess it's a boring night at home. Michael Bolton, let's go. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball, and usually on a Monday night at Kittens. But here we are instead, ready to crack into a James Harden deal. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, boys. Good to see a trade go down just as we were wrapping up for the night, and then Woes drops the bomb and then sits on it. And apparently, we still might have more information coming. So, we will see what goes on with this. Um, Danny Green, we just got news there. Danny Green getting waved. So, there's going to be stuff just adjusting this whole time. They had to do that to um, uh, to make everything balance. But here we are on a James Harden trade. Let me just go through the particulars of the deal. James Harden goes to the Clippers along with PJ Tucker and Philip Petrusev. And to the Sixers goes just every power forward in the world. Marcus Morris, KJ Martin... <laughs> Robert Covington and Nico Batum. Remember we were wondering, oh, they've got so many power forwards. Who's going to start? They're all gone. They're all gone. So there's still a lot to um, debate here with everything that is or, or to, to discuss Clippers, along or to figure with out Tucker how it's and um, just and to need to mute that um, in terms of how it all works out because there's still a bunch of stuff going. Still a bunch of stuff going to happen. And even just with the rotations as they currently sit, they're, uh, they're a little strange. But that is where the details go. I'm going to bring the graphic up on the screen so you can see exactly what we're working with. The Clippers receiving Harden, Tucker, Philip Petrusev. Um, we'll get into the other side of it as, as well. Um, yeah, look, I know it's, it's a big bomb. I'm trying to like work through my thoughts on it at the moment. Um, and, and that's where we are. Because while I think it is a big move, pretty clearly, yeah, James Harden, we've been waiting on this deal to happen the whole way through. I'm not sure how much it changes for projections, right? If DeAnthony Melton is available, you absolutely go and add him. This does probably hurt Russell Westbrook quite a bit. It keeps uh, Maxi elevated. It keeps Embiid with a higher usage. But like, who starts in place of PJ Tucker? Is it KJ Martin? It, I don't look... Our dream of Paul Reed playing next to Embiid, I don't think it's going to happen given four power forwards came in. I think it's probably going to be Covington. And with Covington, Batum, Morris, and Martin, Covington would be the guy with the highest fantasy upside. Now, it's probably just going to be a weird, weird mix and match of stuff, but we've got to think about it being Nick Nurse. And if he finds someone he likes, he will pump him. He will pump those minutes through. So that is probably one of the main things we need to consider there. As for the Sixers, who will start at power forward? It will be Kawhi Leonard. So it's going to be Harden. It's going to be Russ, George, Leonard, Zubats. So it won't be PJ Tucker, I don't think. Um, Terrence Mann moves back to the bench. So his value is kaput. And we'll see if anything else goes down. But that is where we're at at the moment. Just a bunch of a bunch of stuff going down. Good to see everyone who is here live at the moment. Hey, if you are here live, hit the thumbs up and we'll talk about that. I will throw the... Um, 
I'll throw the transaction details over for the Clippers side of, of the Sixers side of things. Covington, Batum, Martin, and Marcus Morris Sr., as well as draft picks. And as I said, they are waving Danny Green. If you're just jumping in live now, the trade has happened. Jim Harden has gone to the Clippers with PJ Tucker and Philip Petrosev with Covington, Morris, Martin, and Batum heading back to the Sixers along with draft picks. And there apparently might be another team involved. We don't know any more of that. What we know is they're sending a 2028 unprotected first, two second rounds, and a pick swap. And the Clippers are also routing the Sixers an additional first, future first round pick from a third team. But we just don't know what that is at this point. So there we go. James Harden um, moved. So what, what do we make of this from a fantasy perspective? Does it take a hit to Harden, Kawhi, Paul George in terms of their overall upside? I would say a little bit, but not really. I think Kawhi is still a first round per game player. I think Harden is still a second round per game player, which in Philadelphia, he might've been a first round guy, although with the way that Maxi was playing, maybe he never got there. And Paul George is a back end second round player. So these guys maybe drop two to three spots, I would guess. What the biggest hit I think is going to be is Russell Westbrook, because we know what he takes, you know, get its value from. It's getting a lot of assists and being an, uh, an okay usage player. Now he's the fourth usage player in that starting lineup. And he just, there's no point in him having the ball in his hands unless it's exclusively to run the second unit. Maybe he moves to the bench and they start Terrence Mann. But I wouldn't drop Westbrook just yet. But I do fear that we may head in that direction because I just don't know how Westbrook, Harden, Kawhi, and George all make sense together. And I know who the worst player is out of that group. And it is Westbrook. So he would be the guy that loses that value there. Outside of those guys, Zubats remains that fringy player who gets rebounds, but there's not much else happening there. Even though they lose a lot of depth, PJ Tucker, Morris wasn't playing. KJ Martin was barely in the rotation. So PJ Tucker just gets the bench minutes, like 21, 22 minutes back up power forward, I would guess, who would see an increase in minutes in situations where Kawhi is out. The guy you would watch, though, if Kawhi or Paul George has a sustained long-term injury is maybe Kobe Brown has to play more because their roster is obviously a little bit thin in terms of those forward-eligible players at the moment. So... That's where we sit. I might bring the other screen back up just so, again, you can see what the Clippers did receive in this trade. It is James Harden, PJ Tucker, um, and Philip Petrosev. There's still this specter of this third team out there that we don't know the details on. I'm going to go through the Sixers side of things in a second to go through and tell you about um, how I see that fantasy. Now, I've got to really dig in and, and try and break it down, all these numbers, because it is really tough to do on the fly as we're doing this. So I just took a couple of minutes to go live here, and we'll get to that in just a second. But today's episode is, today's bonus episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5, $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, totals, futures, whatever it is, it is all there. So go to fanjul.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanjul is an official partner of the NFL and don't forget to gamble responsibly. Okay, so we'll bring that back over and have a look at the Clippers side of things. Again, just if you are joining, welcome, hit thumbs up, hit subscribe. We've got Harden, PJ Tucker and Philip Petrosev, who becomes the third string center there for the Clippers. They all go to the Clippers and the Clippers send out and I'll bring up that other side as well so we can see exactly who the Clippers are losing here. It is Rob Covington, Nick Batum, Marcus Morris and KJ Martin, four power forwards. 
as well as draft picks. Danny Green is being waived by the Sixers as well to create the extra roster spot required in this um, in this deal. So we've gone through the Sixers stuff. I think that yeah, Paul George and Jim Harden are second round players. Kawhi still that first round guy on a per game basis, and Russ is probably going to drop out for category leagues out of the first round. Uh, well, not the first round, out of the standard league 12 team considerations, because I do think that he will lose a decent chunk of assists. All you need to do is go back and look at the days of how that, when they played together in Houston, we saw a big drop in Harden and Westbrook's assists right now. Harden's changed his game since then. He's not as high usage and he will still get assists. They will fall down, but he will still get assists. But Westbrook is going to be considered that, I would guess, third or fourth option, which does drop, I think, pretty significantly his value. And it, I would guess that it will take him out of standard league discussions. Now, in points leagues, I think Russ has an ability to maybe hold on, but the way I'm currently projecting him is at like 140 in terms of uh, points leagues so far. What's he currently ranked for the season? Let me have a look. He is 78th in points leagues at 30 points a game. I've got him down at 26 points per game. I've got him dropping those four points with Harden arriving. If we go in and have a look now at the Philadelphia side of things, it's tough for me to sit here and tell you exactly because when you bring in four players of one position from the same team where we had some confusion about how it was all going to run to begin with, like it is a little bit confusing. I don't think Marcus Morris is a threat. I think he's cooked. He obviously had some issues with Ty Lue after being Ty Lue's favorite man for so much time. He's like, yeah, you know, sweet cheese, good time boy. He's a rotten soldier. But that soured. Will he be Nick Nurse's guy? Probably not. I think that Covington makes sense. Batum can't play big minutes. KJ Martin, maybe, but I, I don't think we're going to get there. So what I do think happens is this pushes Tyrese Maxey into a top 25, pretty clear top 25 zone. I think this pushes De'Anthony Melton very clearly inside the top 100. So if De'Anthony Melton is available in your league, add him. What this also does, I think that this does help the value of a Cali Oubre. Even though more players came back, what I think they also could do, now, and this depends on a lot. They could very easily start Tobias Harris at power forward and Kelly Oubre at the three. That's how they closed games. You go Maxi, Melton, Oubre, Harris, Embiid. That would leave a lot of weird power forwards off the bench. But if there's one coach that has four power forwards running off the bench that he works into a rotation, well, it's the man with his own branding, Nick Nurse. That's what he does. So don't be shocked of that. So I think that Ubre actually here probably maintains starters' value. Now, Ubre went 5 of 6 from 3 in the first game, and he's 0 of 10 since, because that is Cali Ubre. He takes shots, he misses a lot, and he doesn't do too much else. But this at least buoys his value in terms of minutes, I think, and in terms of usage also. If I was taking a flyer on anybody, it would be Covington instead of Batum or Martin and definitely Morris. I wouldn't be interested in those guys at all. I don't think we're going to get opportunities for Paul Reed to play at power forward, but maybe, but I don't think so. It's not like PJ Tucker was this giant impediment who was an absolute staunch option that was stopping uh, Reed playing there. So I don't really think of that. I think if we're going to take a flyer on anyone, it's Covington. I wouldn't super prioritize it. I'd just be looking to see if Melton was available. I don't know why he would be, but if he is available, he would be the guy that I would grab. And I would consider holding on to Ubre just because I do think that we get more of that Harris at the four, Ubre at the three type situation, which will give him at least the minutes. And you know what you're going to get out of Cali. It's a lot of shots, a lot of missed ones, and not much else. But that is, in general, what we are going to get. Whew, that's a lot of stuff that's going on there. Um, all right, what do you guys think of this trade? Hit um, thumbs up, hit likes, all that sort of stuff. Yes, someone's asking, have I updated Basketball Monster? I have. I've gone through and adjusted all the projections for the intermediate, like 
my initial thoughts on it. I'm going to go back and go through it more with the detail over the next couple of hours. But all the initial projections have run over there. Um, so you can go and check all those out and see how that works on, on their team. Um, again, I, I don't really think that they are going to... I'm just going to see if there's any more news that's come through. Um, no, 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 nothing that I can see. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that there is any chance that that Paul Reed starts at power forward. They just, there's too many guys they brought in and um, I'm just typing something in. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't see how there's any way that they will be able to, well, that, that would make sense. It could happen, but there's just so much more depth there now when there was no depth before. So many different options that they can use. So there you go. Wow, that's a lot of stuff that's going on. I'm going to, um, come back and have a look through your questions in a second um, and, and have a chat about that and see if you've got any specific things that you want me to get to. Um, so get if you've got questions, get them cracking and we'll get in there in a second. But today's episode is also brought to you by the Game Time app. Yes, you shouldn't have to worry when buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. The all-in prices are great because you just see all the fees straight there. You don't choose a ticket with a price and then go to checkout and they've just added 20% on for no reason. It's all there on the price. So you know what you're getting in for, into as soon as you do it. They throw last-minute deals out as well in your area. They'll send you a notification. Hey, Josh, want to go see this? No, no, no. I've got to talk about a hardened trade. So you've got those options of discounted prices. Sometimes the discounts run even after the event has started. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. Um, all right, back just again. If you are joining live, welcome. Harden goes to the Clippers along with PJ Tucker, Philip Petrosev, and um, well, you're Harden, Tucker, and Petrosev. That's that's all the guys that go to the Clippers. To the Sixers, it's Rob Covington, Nico Batum, Marcus Morris Senior, and KJ Martin, along with draft picks. One of those apparently coming from a third team, which we have heard nothing about. Whew, that's where we're at. Let's go and have a look at questions that you blokes might have. Head into the chat now. I don't have my live chat questions on stream uh, app running, so we'll just try to get this up as quick as possible. Casey, what happens to the value of Tobias Harris? I would have to think it increases, honestly. His value would have been pretty strong. He would have been the fourth option if Harden is there. He's now very clearly the third option, and I think he plays I think he plays some power forward with Tucker gone, but we will see. Um, from a real-life perspective, does this make the Clippers better for a championship? For as much of the failures of Harden in the playoffs have been documented, he can sit back and be the third guy here, and assuming those guys aren't hurt, which, of course, is a big assumption. So does it make their championship odds better? It has to. Honestly, it has to. And I'm pretty sure that Fangio, official partner of the NFL, would tell us that their championship odds will, uh, will be much, much uh, lower. Now, um, what happens to the value of Zubats? He, he's not a guy that gets by on usage anyway. He was already struggling, I thought. I don't think there's gigantic changes for him, but it's definitely not good, but I don't think it's great. Is Bones Highland stocked down again? That is the good question there, JP. I would say, yes, he is. He'd been playing 20 minutes a night, um, a lot of it with Terrence Mann out. 
even though all those power forwards are gone, I would have to expect that Bones probably does drop a little bit because you would expect at any time he is on the court, either Harden, Westbrook, Kawhi, or PG are there, and probably two of them are on the court, which does um, overall hurt him would be my guess. How does it impact Maxi? Well, Maxi should be able to at least somewhat continue what he has currently been doing. Will he continue at that level? I don't know, but his assist rate is up, his free throw rate is up, and those guys that come in don't impact him. Covington, Morris, Batum, they don't change anything for Maxi. So Maxi's got a chance here to roll as a top 25, top 20 sort of a player, I would expect. Nothing in this trade impacts him significantly, and that's good news if you've got Tyrese Maxi. Yeah, it's really good news if you've got Tyrese Maxey. I'm not going to go too much longer on this because I do really want to go back and sit through and have a look at some more of these projections and try and sort them out. Um, I'm only going to be answering questions regarding this trade, not anything else, sorry. Roko and add in 16-team leagues. Yeah, let me give my thoughts on Rob Covington. Let's do it. Where would the cutoff be? I wouldn't add Covington in a 10-team league. I wouldn't add him in a 12-team points league. In a 12-team category league, I'd debate it. But it's a four-way tie here. Is it going to be him? Uh, let's rule out Morris. Is it going to be him, Batum, or Martin? I would say that it has to be favored for Covington, but if he gets 22 a night, like he was doing with the Clippers, he's probably not worth it, but it is Nicholas Nurse, so he might play him more. But I do think that we're going to see more Tobias Harris play at the four, which probably leaves Covington as an excellent 14-team league player, and anything deeper, 12s puts him on the border, would be my initial assessment of this. Again, if De'Anthony Melton is floating around in your league, please go and add him. He would be the only guy that might somewhere be sitting, because there were people who asked me, hey, I'm going to drop him. And I said, no, don't. But there were people who did that. So if you're in that league where Melton got dropped, I would suggest that you go and um, yeah, go and pick him up if that did happen. What is Melton's ceiling? Top 60 is his ceiling, I would say. Does he get there? Probably not. But top 60 would be his ceiling. I just answered this one, uh, Korean character man. Rob Covington or Nico Batum, I would take Covington there. Drop Anthony Simons. Don't worry, why would you drop Anthony Simons? I know he's injured, but surely your, your league must be set up terribly. No, I don't think I would drop Simons for Melton. Do you pick up Kobe Brown for the back-to-back? -back? That's a real question because obviously a million guys out for the Clippers here, um, sending four players away. Not that Morris was going to play, but Mann's already out. Norman Powell is questionable. Zubats is questionable. Um, yeah, I think that that is absolutely worthwhile streaming in Kobe Brown. I have to go and have a look and adjust their daily minutes for tomorrow. But yeah, that is absolutely um, a situation. I pick master. I have already brought up Paul George's situation. I'll bring it up again. It is a small hit to Paul George, but Jim Harden has adjusted his game over the last couple of years to not need to be the number one usage player. Look at what he did next to Kyrie and Kevin Durant for the small amount of games they played. He sits back. He can score 19 points a game and average 11 assists. Paul George does get some assists, but I wouldn't be shocked if George and Kawhi still are the number one and number two usage players on this team. So while I think there's a marginal hit, whereas I maybe, maybe thought that George could be a top 16 per game player, maybe he's top 24 now or, or 18 to 26 or something like that. So there's a small hit, but overall, it doesn't impact that much. I don't, I don't believe. It's the other guys. It's the Zubatzes, the Mans, the Westbrooks, those sort of guys that will end up losing out, I think. How does Springer get affected? I don't think he does at all. I don't think much changes there. No guards move, No guards that have played a second moved out. So we've seen the rotation and more guys get moved in. But Springer was already on the outside looking in anyway. He played like five minutes in one game and four in another. So I don't think there's much of an impact there. But again, those other guys are all forwards. So if they're looking for a replacement guard, then Springer's still in the exact same position that he was. 
How does the trade affect Ubre Jacob? Again, welcome live to the stream if you guys are here. Hey, if you are here, just hit thumbs up now. It's always great to do that. Helps the show roll along, get out to more people. I think this helps Ubre in terms of what he's currently doing had been pretty solid. Obviously, some iffiness with shooting, but it keeps his, his role and his minutes more secure. I think there is more chance that him and Harris still close the game as the three and the four over Covington, Morris, Batum, or Martin and keeping his usage relatively solid. Whereas if Harden had have stayed, that would have pushed Ubre into a much smaller role. So I do think that it does help. It doesn't boost Ubre from what he's currently been doing, but it at least keeps it relatively stable. Now for your situation, that might, might not need anything. It might not be useful for you for what Ubre does at his current situation, but there is a chance that at least keeps it the same. Would I cut Kobe White for Melton? Yes, absolutely. I would do that 100% um, of the time. Every, absolutely, no problem. Um, all right, Tobias Harris already talked about that. I think it's exactly what it was now, probably. I don't see much change. Is man an ad? No, no, I don't think. It's worse for man. Man moves from a situation where he was a starter to now where he's a bench player and plays fewer minutes. So absolutely not. What do I think for the starting five for the Clippers when Man is back? Well, let's lock in Harden, Kawhi, Paul George, Zubats. I think Westbrook gets the other nod, but it could be Man. I would still think it's Westbrook, um, but it's him or Man is the other option. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be Westbrook. Tobias Harris value I don't think drops. I don't know why we would think it would drop. He moves from a potential fourth option when Harden plays to a very rock solid third option, which is exactly what he's been doing. Um. Harden, old, no gas coming off the bench. Demon D, there is zero chance of that. For all of James Harden's somewhat struggles in the postseason last season, he was still a guy that should have been voted an all-star last season. So if you want to talk that, I, I might throw out the old casual take of, just so you never watch games, bro. Didn't even watch the Sixers play once, mate. Um, how much fab would you use on Melton out of 100? I would chuck at least 25 to 30, I think. I don't know why. Well, the fact that he's available on your wire means there's something weird going on there. So maybe you don't have to throw that much out there because those guys obviously aren't attuned to what's going on in the league. So maybe it's 25, but I would make sure I get him. Drop Pat Bev now. Why have you got Pat Bev? Um, you think KJ Martin starting over Tobias? Gong Show Jimmy, I'm going to tell you now and I'm probably going to drop a swear word. There is no fucking way. There is absolutely no fucking way that's going to happen. I'm telling you now. What? Sometimes I just see comments and I just have no idea. Does this ruin Norman's value for streams? Yes. Now, not for this stream, unless he doesn't play, because they're going to be in transition, all these players. But yes, it's going to really hurt Norman Powell's upside. Um, wouldn't Zubats be more of a scoring option with Harden? Absolutely not. Not a chance in the world. They're not going to be like, all right, let's sit back and let Ivitz's cook. No way. No way. Um... All right, I think we are going to head out of here because I do have to go and adjust other projections. We've been going for 23 minutes here. So there you go. I'll give you one last look at the trade details. You've seen the Clippers are up on the screen. Let's get the Sixers side of things. They bring Robert Covington, Nico Batum, Marcus Morris, and, and KJ Martin. Now, we'll get more clarity in the next couple of days about how this all plays out. You're going to get some interesting stream options for Tuesday with the Clippers playing there. But that's how I see it at the moment. Stay tuned over on Basketball Monster to see all of the stuff as I adjust and make those real small, smaller tweaks and, and micro tweaks onto the projections. Guys. Thanks for being a part of the live show as this huge news drops. I'm glad I was in a position I was able to do it. It was already halfway into a bloody beer and the news dropped. So there you go. So go down, um, hit like, hit subscribe, hit comment down below. Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're on YouTube, I think you know what to do. 
Thumb it up and tell me Harden's the goat in the comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. All right, time to go back to kittens, I reckon.